Morning prayer begins on page three. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 22 on page 366. My God, my God, look upon me. Why hast thou forsaken me? and art so far from my health and from the words of my complaint. O my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not, and in the night season also I take no rest. And thou continuest holy, O thou worship of Israel. Our fathers hoped in thee, they trusted in thee, and thou didst deliver them. They called upon thee and were hoping, they put their trust in thee and were not confounded. But as for me, I am a worm and no man, a very scorn of men and the outcast of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out their lips and shake their heads, saying, He trusted in the Lord, that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, if he will have him. But thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. Thou wast my hope when I hanged yet upon my mother's breast. I have been left unto thee ever since I was born. Thou art my God, even from my mother's womb. O go not from me, for trouble is hard at hand, and there is none to help me. Many oxen are come about me. Fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side. They gape upon me with their mouths, as it were a ramping and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart also, in the midst of my body, is even like melting wax. My strength is dried up like a pot sherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my gums, 
and thou bringest me into the dust of death. For many dogs are come about me, and the counsel of the wicked layeth siege against me. They pierce my hands and my feet, I may tell all my bones. They stand staring and looking upon me. They part my garments among them, and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord. Thou art my succor, haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth. Thou hast heard me also from among the horns of the unicorns. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. O praise the Lord, ye that fear him. Magnify him, all ye of the seed of Jacob, and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the low estate of the poor. He hath not hid his face from him, but when he called unto him, he heard him. My praise is of thee in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of them that fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember themselves and be turned unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nation shall worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All such as be fat upon earth have eaten and worshipped. All they that go down into the dust shall kneel before him, and no man hath quickened his own soul. My seed shall serve him, they shall be counted unto the Lord for a generation. They shall come, and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, whom the Lord hath made. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-sixth chapter of the first book of Samuel. Now the Ziphites came to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is David not hiding in the hill of Ahakalah, opposite Jeshimon? Then Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having three thousand chosen men of Israel with him, to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul encamped in the hill of Hakilah, which is opposite Jeshimon by the road. But David stayed in the wilderness, and he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness. David therefore sent out spies, and understood that Saul had indeed come. So David arose and came to the place where Saul had encamped. And David saw the place where Saul lay, and Abner the son of Ner, the commander of his army. Now Saul lay within the camp with the people and camped all around him. Then David answered and said to Ahimelech the Hittite and to Abishai the son of Zeruiah, brother of Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul in the camp? And Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai came to the people by night. 
And there Saul lay sleeping within the camp, with his spear stuck in the ground by his head, and Abner and the people lay all around him. Then Abishai said to David, God has delivered your enemy into your hand this day. Now therefore, please let me strike him at once with the spear, right to the earth, and I will not have to strike him a second time. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him. For who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? David said furthermore, As the Lord lives, the Lord shall strike him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall go out to battle and perish. The Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. But please take now the spear and the jug of water that are by his head, and let us go. So David took the spear and jug of water by Saul's head, and they got away, and no man saw or knew it or awoke, for they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from the Lord had fallen on them. Now David went over to the other side, and stood on the top of a hill afar off, a great distance being between them. And David called out to the people, and to Abner the son of Ner, saying, do you not answer, Abner? Then Abner answered and said, Who are you calling out to the king? So David said to Abner, Are you not a man? And who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not guarded your, your lord the king? For one of the people came in to destroy your lord the king. This thing that you have done is not good. As the Lord lives, you deserve to die, because you have not guarded your master, the Lord's anointed. And now see where the king's spear is, and the jug of water that was by his head. Then Saul knew David's voice, and said, Is that your voice, David, my son David? And David said, It is my voice, my lord, O king. And he said, Why does my lord thus pursue his servant? For what have I done, or what evil is in my hand? Now therefore, please let my lord the king hear the words of his servant. If the Lord has stirred you up against me, let him accept an offering. But if it is the children of men, may they be cursed before the Lord, for they have driven me out this day from sharing in the inheritance of the Lord, saying, Go serve other gods. So now do not let my blood fall to the earth before the face of the Lord, for the king of Israel has come out to seek a flea, as when one hunts a partridge in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will harm you no more, because my life was precious in your eyes this day. Indeed, I have played the fool and erred exceedingly. And David answered and said, here is the king's spear. Let one of the young men come over and get it. May the Lord repay every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered you into my hand today, but I would not stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. And indeed, as your life was valued much this day in my eyes, so let my life be valued much in the eyes of the Lord, and let him deliver me out of all tribulation. Then Saul said to David, 
May you be blessed, my son David. You shall both do great things and also still prevail. So David went on his way, and Saul returned to his place. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Benedictus asks on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 19th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, and said to Zacchaeus, Make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant to us, Lord, who beseech thee the Spirit to think and do always such things as are right. The way you cannot do anything that is good without thee, may by thee be enabled to live according to thy will through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Today is um, Friday, one of those days Friday, but that's why we have Psalm 22, which is a, a sort of a Good Friday psalm. It's actually in, in our liturgies in the church here. We recite it after the stripping of the altar on Monday, Thursday, as an anticipation of the Passion. And because Friday is, is a sort of perpetual um, memorial of the crucifixion, just like Sunday is a perpetual memorial of the resurrection, and this, this, um, the words, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me, which, of course, Jesus speaks on the cross, but it, it epitomizes the, you know, this, this is sort of the words of Christ, you know, in the Psalms, but it's, it's prefigured by the experience of David, who's running for his life in the wilderness, and David, who's also the Lord's anointed, just as Jesus is, um, could, could also pray this sort of thing, right? You, you made me king, and now I'm running for my life. 
why have you forsaken me? And, you know, you're so far from my help, the words of my complaint, and many dogs would come about me. We just have to, again, when we get done with the David story here, it becomes king. Um, we remember this is seven years of running in the wilderness, camping out in dens and caves because the king wants to kill you precisely because you are the Lord's anointed. And so he, 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 um, the Psalms give voice to his, the pathos of his sufferings. And this is something that we, we get from the Psalms that this, this sort of emotional processing that sometimes life just hurts a little bit. And that's not inconsistent with a life of living a life in Christ in the spirit, because sometimes for the Lord's anointed, you know, David, Moses, and our Lord himself, <clears throat> they experienced the normal pain of the Christian life, but they experienced in, in the context of the relationship with God. It's very um, unhealthy Christianity, which tries to um, run from all pain and act as though what it means to be Christian is God just saves you from it. So every time you're sad or every time you're down, you have to sort of cheer up and, and snap out of it. Whereas in the Psalms, <clears throat> we clearly are able to, <clears throat> excuse me, process the full emotion of life. But we process it from the standpoint of victory. And that's kind of the mystery of the Psalm here. The um, Psalm shifts uh, in, in you know, sort of verse 22 uh, or 21, where it says, save me from the lion's mouth. Thou hast heard me also from among the horns of the unicorns so, who've heard me. God's heard me in my prayer in the midst of my suffering. And then it turns into a praise. I'll praise the Lord. I will. I, I, he's not despised or abhorred the lowest state of the poor. He's heard him. But the psalm is, uh, psalmist is uttering this claim of victory <clears throat> while he's still in the midst of the suffering. And uh, this is what we see in David as we see the assurance of victory um, even though he is in the midst of the of, of the struggle, he's running from Saul. This is the psychology of good, which is that we do the good, we continue this because we know we are vindicated, we are justified, and we can boldly act and, and endure whatever comes our way for the purpose of righteousness because we belong to God. And this can be contrasted with the psychology of evil, which we see in Saul, who's fighting hard uh, to save himself, but he knows he's going to lose. And that's the psychology of evil that's is as it comes out in Revelation. He comes down having the devil comes down having great wrath because he knows his time is short. He has to his his moment is now, is not beyond now. And that's why the more we situate our lives and our prayer in the long horizon of the kingdom, beginning in baptism and leading to resurrection, and situate the present moment as a moment in that longer drama, that, that's how we effectively live the Christian life, living the life for prayer. The, the current moment is part of a moment that's leading to ultimate victory. And we get caught, we get drawn away from that when we get caught up in the present moment as though this were, this were it. 
the, the catastrophe of today means the whole thing's going to fall apart and then we get pulled out of that sense of recollection and connection to God and into disobedience. So uh, we should be aware of that and this is why it was so important to stay in the life of prayer. Through the life of prayer we come back to that state of remembrance. Yes, this is who we are in Christ, in God. We have connection, we have victory, therefore we can endure the present moment faithfully knowing we had that ultimate victory. So a few thoughts about the lessons today. We'll finish morning prayer with the uh, prayer for all conditions of men and the thanksgiving on page 18 and 19. Let us pray. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men. Thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those or anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions, unless we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace for our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all today for prayer. Have a blessed Friday and start of the weekend. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you, Bishop. Have a wonderful, have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you. Bye bye. Have a good. Thank you.